Have you ever heard of the phrase garbage in, garbage out? Well, if you have been around IT or data or analytics for any amount of time, you will have most likely picked up on this phrase garbage in, garbage out. What it means is that if you have poor inputs, then you'll have poor outputs. And what it implies is that if you have better inputs of data, then you'll have a better output that you can trust and you can know to make better decisions. So garbage in, garbage out. What I'm going to show you in this episode is how you can keep your data clean. What you need to do in order to make sure that you don't get garbage when you're trying to make a decision. That all of the noise is sorted through so that you can understand what needs to be done for you, your team, your organization. This is Caleb and you're listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast with my editor Tatsuya Murao. It's very, very difficult across an entire organization to keep your data clean. And the reason why is because there are a lot of hands that are touching the data. And what I mean is that if you have a lot of people who are manipulating and changing and inputting inputs into the data, then it's hard to get consistency across your entire team or your organization so that everybody can trust what's being accomplished or what's being reported. To give you an example of what I experienced this week as far as data integrity was that we were working with a specific team who needed to add a specific tag or enumeration to a specific field. And the only way that we would get consistency is if everybody knew the list of statuses that would be attached to a specific item. And if those statuses weren't the same, then we would have to import statuses that had a misnamed uh, label, that had miscapitalized letters, etc. And so we needed 100% consistency in order to make this work. Those kinds of things are difficult because in order to get consistency across many people, they all have to be on the same page. They all have to read the same guide and they all have to input the data in the correct way. If that's not done, then when you look at a report or if you're looking at a status on the other end, you can see a status that says accomplished and the word accomplished will have a capital A and further down the list, it will be a lowercase a. And those kinds of things for many executives can be very, very frustrating because it seems like something very simple that could be solved for. But when you have many people touching the data, then it's very difficult to do because everybody's not consistent in the way that they name things, the way they record data, etc. In the rest of this episode, I would like to give you three specific things that you can do as a leader to keep your data organized. And what these three things will do is help you be able to save time down the road and make sure that the integrity of your data is at the highest level that it can be. The first thing that I would say is that if you haven't done so already, make sure that you have the architecture of your data mapped out. What data source goes to which location? How's the data being used? Where is it being stored? What pipelines are built to move data from one place to the other? What KPIs are using which specific data sets? All of these things are very difficult to map, but if you don't map it or don't have an accurate map of what data is being used where, then it's very difficult to communicate to pretty much anybody what's going on. It's difficult to communicate to the executive team or the directors in your organization what is going on. It's also very difficult for you, wherever you are within an organization, to manage 
any changes within a data set. So you have to know where you stand. You have to know the map of how your organization gathers data, moves data, and reports on data. And this, even if it takes a long time, is well worth your time or resources to do so. If you know the data architecture, then it's a lot easier to make changes. It's like architecture of a building or any other planning exercise. If you're an architect, you need to make sure that you know which are the the bearing walls, which are the weight-bearing walls that hold the entire structure together. Which walls can get knocked out easily? Where's the piping? Where Where's the propane coming into the house? Where are the electric lines running? All of those things that would apply to a physical structure apply to your IT structure as well. You need to understand how these parts are integrated together so that you can make sure you're you're using it in the best way possible. Once you understand your architecture, then it's easy to record data and know what data is going where. And so if you want to implement new data sets or new information, then you can utilize the architecture that you have already have in place and utilize it in the best way possible. And this is where you get efficiencies is that when adding new information, let's say you want to add new patient information or you want to add location information or external health data that comes from an external source. Once you want to add these things together, you need to be very smart about how you're adding it into your system. Where do you want it to sit? Is it something that needs to be updated automatically? Is it something that will be used more often than not? What kind of capabilities as far as processing speed or memory in order to accomplish what you need to accomplish? One way that is very easy to record data is in a form. And this sounds very, very simple, but Excel or Microsoft and or many other tools can be used to create forms that only allow for a given amount of inputs. And so if you have a staff member that needs to record data, one of the best ways to do so is not in a spreadsheet, but in a form that can then feed into a data set. And this form would have things like name, location, etc., but they would have pre-selected items that you could then use. And so it's controlled, right? And so what you need to do is be able to have a controlled way in order to gather the data you need. If it's not controlled and it's too flexible, then individuals will take that flexibility to the maximum amount possible. And so instead of writing in a capital A, they'll be lazy and just write in a lowercase a sometimes and sometimes a capital A or sometimes they will, as a user, input some fields and not others. And the fields that they're not filling in are the ones that are the most important. Those are the ones that are the most needed for you to measure what you need to measure. But often the ones that are most needed to measure are the ones that most people don't want to record for one reason or another. And so be cognizant about how you're recording data. Like I said, forms, having a form is a good way to do so. There are various other workflows that can be done because in healthcare specifically, there's just a lot of paperwork. And so the best way to streamline that paperwork is to make the staff comfortable with how to input information as well as just make it easy for them. If they know that they have to sit down every single day for an hour and record a bunch of information, it's going to be more cumbersome than if there was a technologically a sophisticated way to do so that saves them 30, 45 minutes. Think about it. If they can record data 
in 15 minutes that took them an hour, that's 45 minutes a day that you're saving of time. Think about how much money and resources you're saving over the span of a month, a year, or a quarter. So after you have defined an architecture and have a way of recording data that is uniform across your organization, then you need a strategy for inputting new pieces of information. This strategy can be as detailed or as general as you would like it to be, but what it does is it articulates across the organization what data you want to gather, what measures are you using, and what are you planning to do with that data. Once you understand that the data that you're importing and inputting into your system is important, then you need to have a strategy about how you're going to use it on a daily basis to make decisions. And this is where KPIs or predictive analytics comes in. If you don't have a general strategy about how you're going to import new data and what that new data is going to be, then you're just going to import that data and then have a jumble of data that you don't know what it is used for. If you don't know what it's used for, then it's not really useful for anything. And it's more likely to have poor inputs if you don't know what your output needs to be. And this can be with any kind of data. But if you're testing something out, it's easy to test it out on a small piece of information to make sure that you have the right information on the other end. Last year, I was working with a client who needed to bring in data from BLS or the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and they had a specific reason why they were bringing that data in. They needed to bring in specific data fields in order to show on a quarterly basis how they were tracking against their competitors. If they didn't have that strategy about the data that they were bringing in, then they would have brought in that data and it would have been sitting on a database or a spreadsheet for a long time without even utilizing it. And many times what I see is that there are really two kinds of clients. The ones that are like the need to know clients, that they only bring in data that they need to utilize right now. And then there are those that we've worked with that will bring in any kind of information that may or may not be relevant. And with those that are what I'll call data hoarders, they will hoard so much data but not sift through it. And so I will get a call from these individuals or these leaders that say, hey, we have this amount of data. We have terabytes or petabytes worth of data that we need sorted and cleaned. And I'm thinking, okay, great, but do you need even a quarter of this data? If you don't need a quarter of this data, then why are you holding it in the first place? The only reason to hold data is to make decisions using that data. It's to be able to gather insights and to automate processes that wouldn't have been otherwise automated. It's to improve your workflow. So if you're not using your data for anything at all, then what is it good for? Again, I'll ask that again. If you're not using your data for anything at all, then what is it good for? Because many individuals and many companies are on board with this big data revolution, but they don't quite know how to utilize their data. And if you know how to utilize your data and you have a strategy, then you're way ahead of the curve because I will venture to say that the majority of organizations in healthcare specifically don't have an explicit strategy about what data they need and how they're going to use it in the future. And more so, they don't even have a strategy past that about the AI or predictive analytics that they want to use for the data. Most organizations are just using the data to report on what's going on now against 
previous trends. They're not even trying to predict what's going to happen in the future. But a lot of value can be achieved and attained once you use data to its maximum capacity. And that is utilizing machine learning, AI, and predictive analytics. And so I'm trying to get you down the road beyond just gathering data and making sure that it's clean when it comes in and gives you accurate information. But what I'm trying to do is help you elevate your level of understanding of data so that you could utilize it so that you can know what's going to happen next quarter or even next week and use it like a forecast to say, this is what we're expecting and this is how we should change based on what we're expecting in the future. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at Caleb at Arcos Analytics or follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. And as always, please feel free to give a like or subscribe or rate the podcast. Thanks a lot, and I will talk to you in the next one.